decision. Yeah. I want to win championships. I want to win bowl games. And what else is better for to do than your city? The power of home represents something. The DMV, like you try to explain it to people that aren't from there, and it's hard to explain it. That thing we talk about, Maryland Pride, it's real. And today, we're going to play with Maryland Pride. He's going to go! Touchdown, Maryland! The Terrapins have one last shot at winning this game. Three seconds, two seconds, one second, throws it up. Money! And he got it! And the Terrapins win at the buzzer! Oh, Stevie Francis, showtime. Oh, man. What a play by Bias. Holy cow. Maryland hits the road to beat Penn State. Maryland pulls off the upset. They have defeated number one, and the celebration is on. And the kids have done it. Maryland wins their first ever national championship. Holding up Indiana, 64 to 52, and let's listen and look at the celebration. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness. And others host college sports and recruiting podcasts. You're listening to IMS Radio at InsideMarylandSports.com. Your hosts, Jeff Ehrman, Paul Douglas, and Larry France. Hey, guys. Anything new? I was just going to ask you that anything interesting happened today? I haven't heard of anything. Me either. Paul? I don't know what my purpose is on this planet, really. <laughs> what's, the I mean, math, what's the math's purpose on this planet? <laughs> so like mock us from two miles away i mean i don't i don't know at this point it seemed that I it mean, had been changing well and it will change i think with mike jones on the staff but this was this is quite the kick in the nuts um one maryland fan should be used to and going against kansas for i don't know anybody um roddy peters that's the asterisk the one that didn't that didn't pan out right yeah yeah the five star who's about as good as i am um, that worked out great. Um, it sucks, man. It sucks. You know what? And, and I, I, we were talking about this off air a little bit. Um, again, before all this, uh, I had questions as to whether you could work with the two bigs, you know, whether it was really going to be that good of a, like a title contender kind of team. I don't care. It would have been fun. Yeah. I, I think that's really what, what it comes down to. It just would have been a whole hell of a lot of fun. For me, it would have been like the DeMatha Revenge Tour. You know, right? Like I had, I'd almost set, I had, I had almost get a bit set up. I, I was going to hang my letter jacket up here. <laughs> I could put on the whole get up. We were going to be drinking and have a good time. And, uh, and they took that away from us and they took it. Away not from they, me. Paul, not they, so, not they. Oh, it, it did seem like a team effort, uh, frankly, but I don't know. We'll get who into all that. Who are the other members of the team? Besides <laughs> Hunter Dickinson. I don't know. I'm sure, sure. Curious what, uh, what dollar bill did to get this one across the line um, compared to what Maryland could, could do. But latest, uh, latest said, rumor was two to three times. Is that true? Two to three times NIL. Is that true? You heard that Jeff? Yeah. How yeah, do you I turn mean, it down? How, how do you say no? You can't say yeah, no. Really can't. Hard. I mean, that's why I don't think you can. I mean, I understand Maryland's got the past baggage with him and he is, does kind of like to troll. So, you know, I can't hate on anybody who, 
<clears throat> resents him, but just excluding all that personality stuff and history. I mean, you're talking about possibly two million dollars, life changing money. Yeah, I don't a guy who probably doesn't. He's not a first round pick in currently. And he's going to have to make some big improvements to become one. He could, but it's different when you know you might not play in the NBA for 10 years and make $80 million. Yeah. And I think that's important. I think when we, when we were kind of talking about this offline over the past week or two, especially Kansas was the one school out of the ones we were up against that I was kind of just like, yeah, yeah. So they'll pay you a buttload of money. They're probably going to compete for a natty they're, you know, they've got some, some upper-class and really good players. Like, that makes sense. Kentucky, he had been playing with a bunch of five-star one-year rentals who all wanted the ball. That wouldn't work. Villanova would have just sucked because, you know, they've got some rich benefactors, and we thought Justin Moore was more likely to play here than play there next year. So seeing that would have sucked. You know, if you just disconnect yourself from the whole um, circus of it, Kansas makes a lot of sense. I, I'm not even mad about that. I'm just mad because it took fun away from me. Like, that's why I'm mad. That's it. Well, and, and also, you, you and I, I wrote this, you know, given the background with, with Maryland and him, given all of his claims about having wanted to be there so bad, and it was all about Turgeon, all this stuff. If you take the NIL aside, which you really can't do, but if you do, yeah, you, you at least if the NIL situation wasn't going to be right, Maybe don't use them as the as one of the. I mean, he let Georgetown off the hook pretty quickly. It seems like, yeah, you know, and they had more money to spend than Maryland, and but he let he let Maryland hang, and and Mike Jones, his high school coach, and Jameer Young till you know, no nobody knew until I think I would say twenty minutes before he announced, when in reality he had known for probably, if I were to guess. 36 hours, you know, he filmed that video committing himself. It wasn't, everybody seems to think it was on his visit at Kansas like two weeks ago or whatever it was. I don't, my brain is fried, but it was yesterday at a hotel in Virginia that he committed. So that's, you know, that's, that's not really cool to string those guys along till the last second, but it's cutthroat business. Especially he's, a guy, he's, he's a guy who has a barstool podcast. You you could pretty much just lay that sentence out there and walk away and let it marinate and you can draw your own conclusions. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. You know, he's, yeah. he and I don't think he's a bad guy though. You know, I've dealt yeah, with him. he's just doing a thing. I we're get it. Best, yeah, we're not best buddies or anything. I've dealt with him enough. I think his public persona is definitely to the troll side of things, but I don't think he's a huge jerk. But he. I mean, he played it well. He got the most money he could out of it. He's going to play for a national contender. They'll probably be number one now, I would think, with him on the roster. Mm-hmm. None of that makes it any better for Maryland fans, at least the ones who wanted him, which <clears throat> I think was probably 90%. There was probably 10% that were still, you know, hate him. Um, but the roster is still good. I mean, I hate to – I'm not trying to be the spinmeister, like getting everybody pepped up again, but the roster is, you know – People would be excited, but they were excited about next year's rosters and probably 22 on average, I would say, in the early rankings, right in that 20 to 23 range in most of them. So if you had never known that he was an option, 
things wouldn't be as deflating. I yeah, would say. I was going to make that point. But the other thing you guys were just talking about, I don't blame him either. He's operating within a system and playing by the rules that the way the system's set up. My problem is with the system. And I've said this to you guys many times. I've posted about it on the board. I hate the current system. I hate it. I think I everybody don't. does, except for Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, like good for him. <laughs> I'm, I don't have any problem right. with him, yep. like operating within the system. He did what he, you know, and, and he made himself a lot of money. He might not make a lot in the pros. So he's got to maximize his value right now. The one thing I would say to Hunter, and I'm guessing he might listen to this. He's not listening to this. He might. I mean, he knows he's very concerned with what Jeff and the Maryland fan base thinks it seems right. Anyway, whatever, even if he doesn't. But one thing I would say to him is don't expect that the dalliance brought everybody back to your side from Maryland or like in the DMV area, like you no. did what you had to do. And that's cool. But he's made a couple comments about how he, you know, he hoped, especially on the pod the other day, he said how he hopes, even if he doesn't pick Maryland, like he hopes that the things are better, but no, it's not going to be. So don't, don't fool yourself in that regard. Like it's cool. You did what you had to do. And I don't, I don't begrudge him. If it was my kid, I would probably tell him to do the same thing. You can't turn down three times the money, especially when it's that much money. It's life-changing. It sets you up for your whole life. Like, you can't. I don't blame them, but don't expect that, you know, playing with Maryland is emotions, like, is going to help you. Like, you you can't go back to Maryland. uh, The girl who shot you down. Yeah. Obviously, he's not going to expect you to like him for this. He's going to be by most. Some people will be whatever about him, especially because he's going off to Kansas. He's not going to be in sight in the Big Ten. Uh, I think the Big Ten thing did matter. Like, I had really good sources who say he really was not excited about sticking around in the same circles and being around, you know, with Michigan and everything like that. Obviously, the NIL was probably way more important, but I think that was that was part of the equation, at least. Um so. Yeah, we're not we're not going to sit here and, and and put our second place trophy on the wall, you know, and be be happy about it, you know. Second place is first loser, especially when it comes yeah. to recruiting. I mean, I agree with Larry. I've said this a million times too. I love the fact that players can go and get paid and have some some agency and some ownership, but like it does suck. But at the same time, if we're going against Dollar Bill, he just would have paid his ass 10 years ago, just like he paid his ass now. So I'm not really... It would have been way less, though. But the problem, I don't know about that. No, no, but <laughs> I listen. I don't know about that. Listen, the problem is, back then, he would have been breaking the rules to do it. Oh, not the rules, Larry. No, but listen, the system was not... He would, the, the, the system before was set up in a certain way to allow teams to have a fair chance to compete, right? Now, and you had bad actors within the system breaking the rules. Now the system allows them to do what they're doing. And hold on, hold on, hold on. there is no system now. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's no exactly. There's just, exactly. Like, uh, but what it's, it's allowing uh, is, is anarchy. It's, it's anarchy is the system. Yeah, but allowing this highest bidder to just take, and Maryland has to poach from those below them. And there's only so many times fans are going to take gut punches. Or until they're done with this. And there's only so often that fans are going to continue paying players salaries in addition to buying the tickets and everything else. Like every other sports league in the world, 
They pay the players' salaries. They have a product to say, here's what our tickets cost. You come and you decide if you want to do that. Now, they're not even paying the players' salaries. They got these crazy TV deals. They're just keeping all of it, and they're making the fans play the salaries. Like, this is crazy. The whole thing is just insane. And it has this hierarchical structure that just makes people feel there's no chance to compete in a different way than it did before. I would, I would, my argument would be, I think, I think in a case like this, where we are competing against, let's see, three, we were competing, competing against three teams, Kentucky, Villanova, and Kansas. Okay. You're talking about the top brands in college basketball. You were talking about the richest NIL programs in college basketball. Clearly it appears that we beat Kentucky because Kentucky was just like, oh yeah, sure. You can come here and make a lot of money. We're not going to do it for you though. And it was like, all right, F that, I'm out of here. Um, so I would just say, I feel like Jeff can maybe speak to this a little bit more. Um, we're actually in a fairly decent place NIL-wise, at least to a point where we can compete in most battles. But just because we lost the battle to two very recent national championship programs with giant checkbooks for possibly the greatest transfer in college basketball history i'm not totally ready to just you know consider us doomed for all the time and the reality is it's not kevin willard's model he's not interested in i mean this just happened dickinson happened to be a very unusual confluence of circumstances where it was a hometown guy his high school coaches on the staff jimmy all these connections otherwise he's not really interested in going after those high dollar guys he wants to get really good high school recruits, which he's done so far. You know, I don't think he's interested in raising millions. I know he's not interested in just raising millions and millions of dollars and, and going after these guys. And, you know, I don't think that's going to change. You know, well, and that's it, the system. Worked. That's what, that's what you have to do now. That's, that's like the whole thing with college. Yeah, sports. But in college, It's not like college football, college basketball. You can still, I mean, look at FAU. They didn't have a bunch of studs. Because it's one and done. Anything can happen. And that many teams, that's the difference. But in college sports, my whole life until recently has been different than professional sports because you root for the Orioles, you root for the Nationals, you root for the Ravens, you root for the Redskins or DC United or the Capitals or whoever. You are a Terrapin. Like if you're from Maryland, you are a Terrapin. You go to the school, you are a Terrapin. Or if you're from Iowa, you are a Hawkeye or you're a Cornhusker from Nebraska. It's a very different thing. And you have the shared experience and this nostalgia and pageantry all matters. It did to me anyway. And I think there are a lot of people like me, the bands and student sections and homecoming and alumni, like all of that is a whole thing that matters to me. And that feels like that's gone. Or it's going away. Yes, it's gone. All of that. I mean, and that sucks. I mean, it's, it does suck. We all. It's, I mean, I think. I think we all feel that way to some degree. It's just, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you 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 either it is what it is. right. It is what it is, and you kind of adjust to it, and you know, realize it's going to be worse for us because we're not. You know, we're going to have to get used to a new roster pretty much every year. We're going to lose battles to SEC football program teams like, you know, Ole Miss or whoever, because they just got some one, some rich asshole who's willing to dole out $10 million to build a basketball roster. I mean, that's just, 
It sucks. I agree. I, I can't disagree with anything you said other than I'm happy the players now have a little bit of power, but yeah, the sport is diminished. I think the portal, the portal is crazier than high school recruiting. You can still get really good high school players without going nuts and spending millions of dollars. I mean, he's got a really good class coming in. Deshaun Harris Smith landed at number 20, 25 today in the final rankings. You know, that's pretty high territory. Jamie Kaiser's really, so you can still get, that's it. That's why that's his foundation. He's going to try to get those guys in high school, develop them. You know, he's been able to keep them. Hakeem Hart left. I don't think he desperately tried to keep him. He would have kept him. I, th- I think with him, I think Villanova had an offer on the table for him the minute or before the season ended is my guess. But otherwise it's not like he's losing everybody to the portal. Yeah, but again, all the so stuff you're saying, Jeff. Fill in the cracks, like with the kid from LMU, Loyola Marymount, Chance Stevens and Jordan Geronimo, who looks like a nice piece, but there wasn't a bidding war. You know, they beat uh, Georgetown, Seton Hall and Rutgers for him. So solid competition, but not these guys who you see that every school in the country is reaching out to. I don't think he, you know, I think he's very high in his coaching and development skills. So, but again, yeah. Jeff, all the stuff you're saying, you're talking about bringing guys in and developing them. That's part of what I'm talking about. Watching a kid come in, watching him grow through your program. What happens if they blow up? Okay. Now, Deshaun Harris Smith, he's going to go to Kansas next year and make $2 million. You know, I think like, that's, well, that's the other thing I should have specified. He also views NIL largely as a player retention tool. So he wants to raise money to make sure that these guys are, are earning enough money where they won't leave. Okay. I'm, I'm, it's not just basketball, though. I'm, football, this is happening. It almost happened to Talia, and it did happen to a half dozen other very quality Maryland players. And Maryland did it to some smaller programs where they stole. The whole thing sucks. It just sucks. Like you, the, the relationship you develop with the players and you watch them come in and grow and they're a Terp and you're a Terp and you have this bond with them that you went through this journey with them for four years. Yeah, it's, but nobody left, nobody left Maryland today. Hunter Dickinson left another school. You I know, understand. They, it's all part of the same system, though, that I'm talking about. No, I understand. But you know what? It just is what it is, man. There's no end in sight. So. I mean, look. The system breaking down, why do they only have to play four years anymore? Why? What? That's an antiquated system meant to be for kids who are going to school for four years, academics for four years. Why do you have to play four years more? Why do you even have to go to classes anymore? Just pay them. Why does that matter anymore? It well, doesn't. I mean, it was all bullshit to begin with, Larry. No, it I mean, wasn't I, to begin yeah, with. Absolutely. It wasn't. No, no. Well, okay, well, maybe, maybe in the 1920s, but I mean, let's not act like – you but know, over time, like for example, I'm saying the average, point is though, your average football or basketball athlete at a big school has had the same college experience you or I did. Like, anyway, like, we should just move. Let's just move on to what's next for Maryland, right? Okay, go ahead. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It does suck. Again, we all agree. I think it's just. I just we don't have, we mad, don't have a choice, right? So. I'm not mad at Hunter. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not that upset. I never really thought he was coming. Although in our private text, there were some times I know some of the stuff that was happening privately that got me a little excited. I never got all the way there, so I'm not that upset about it. I'm more just I don't like the system, and that more of this is coming from football for me than it is just from this. Um, but it's all the same thing, and it's all tied in. I'll stop. 
I'll stop. I'm an old guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not up with the times, I guess. So I'll stop. Yes. Next year's team, Jeff, who's the starting five? Um, Jameer Young, Deshaun Harris-Smith, obviously Julian Reese and Dante Scott. That It's that three, whether you get another guy, maybe, which is probably unlikely, or it's going to have to be most likely Jamie Kaiser. I think it's Ian Martinez. Or Ian I'm, Martinez, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, really, I really get the feeling he's going to take that next step. Um, coming off the second year off that injury, you know, sophomore to junior, you could imagine there being a decent jump. He had times last year where he really lit it up, um, just showing off of his, his athleticism and an improved shot making ability. So I, again, I, I'm, I think this year's roster is better than last year's um, just right on the face of it. If Geronimo can play that a million role, which it seems like he can, um, you know, I think D.H. Smith is going to D.H.S. is going to play well. I think Kaiser is going to play well. If you can get anything out of Lamoth next year, that's great. Just even just as an energy defense kind of guy. I mean, I'm, I'm it's part of why I'm not so upset because we're still pretty good next year. We're still top 25 team next year. I expect results next year, but also you can see the rebuild starting to make its way. You know, hopefully they're able to take care of uh, Daquan Davis. Uh, for the 24 class uh, in the next couple of weeks, hopefully Derek Queen by the end of the summer. And then, you know, you can start to dream a little bit more about what that kind of roster looks like over the next two or three years. Um, so I, again, long-term, I, I still feel pretty good. And that's not trying to polish a turd here. I th- I, that's not what I thought of yesterday. And it's what I think today. No, it's still probably one of the best rosters Maryland's had in the past, you know, on paper, it's not as good as obviously the, you know, the Big Ten, the team that's with the Big Ten title. Otherwise, it might be as good as any of these recent rosters. There's a lot more depth than they've had by far. You know, that's been an issue. So it'll be way deeper. And then the Julian Reese you have should be two times the player that you had at the beginning of last year if he continues his progression. Right. And if you're looking for the keys to that, you're looking at second half version of Julian Reese for the whole year, and you need Jameer to figure out what the hell happened to him in March. And if those two things happen, you're already talking a 25 win team that's going to have a chance to at least compete for the Big Ten title. We'll see whether right. Edie comes back and you know what goes on at these other programs. But I'm not Michigan so sure. State will be good. Five, you know, top four, top five preseason Big Ten team. Hopefully yeah, Dickinson would have made them number one or two, but they're still in that top tier. I feel like they could be at least as good as the the team that won the regular Larry. season championship. My freezing. Of course, Larry one time has internet issues, and it's today. Jeff is super clear and crisp, like you know, like it's like a miracle, like an angel. It's just God (laughs) blessing me for dealing with the past five weeks of this story. I can't believe you're still awake, dude. I have slept literally like 15 hours in the past three days. (laughs) Am I back? Yes, you're back. Voice is back. I don't see your face. Larry's so mad about this internet connectivity. I cannot even tell you. I can sense it from his aura. Um, I'm more mad about that than I am the whole Hunter Dickinson thing. (laughs) All right. Do you want to read off a couple questions? I know Jeff's got to get out of here in the next like 10 minutes or so. so. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Let's go to the questions here. Uh, Hi, long-time listener, first-time caller. So, DeMath, is it safe to assume we should never visit that place again? I'll hang up and listen. No. You need DeMatha, and they've made inroads at DeMatha, and they should continue to try to do that. That's my opinion. 
I mean, you got all Mike. I heard. All I heard was no, and that was enough for me. Oh, yeah. and you got Mike Jones there now. Yeah, so. you got to keep otherwise, trying. Otherwise, maybe yeah, maybe say yes. But he's he's very well liked there. He was a head coach there for a long time. Lots of relationships. So no, you don't. You're still going to probably struggle to get a lot of those kids, but you don't abandon it. Well, right. and I'm the Demath. I'm the Dematha Homer here, and let me tell you something. Dematha needs to get better because their roster has been kind of not great the last few years and they haven't really had anybody that Maryland's should have been looking at that they weren't. So that's on them too. Um, you know, hopefully new Mike Jones will, uh, will work with our Mike Jones because uh, their new head coach is also named Mike Jones. So that's going to be very confusing for a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously you don't throw them away, but um, all the six and St. John's have kind of passed them a little bit in talent. Yep. 100%. All the six, one mile, not even from my house. Why did Lamas ranking drop from 50-75-ish to 125-175-ish? There's no real reason. When you are not ranked in the top 50 or the top 75, they have not watched you since last summer for the most part. So they've seen a few guys. They'll move some guys up. But for the most part, guys in that range, by the time you've committed and you're in your senior year of high school and you're not a blue chipper, they're not really evaluating you. And from everything I've gathered, staff loves him. I mean, they feel like he doesn't have, he's not as highly ranked because he doesn't have the size of Kaiser or, you know, Harris Smith is obviously a, you know, a big time athlete and much bigger than him, but they think he could end up being just as good as a player as those two. So I think, you know, you never know. Maybe the scouts will get it right, but I think he's underrated. Percent chance Dairy Queen commits by July? Uh, by July, I'll say 55%. You know, I think there's a decent chance they'll be ready to decide by then. All along, they've clearly been the leader. I think they're still the clear leader. But again, the same thing with Dickinson, why it was, it's hard to cover it because you know all the regular variables. You don't know the NIL stuff. That's not public. So if Kansas goes hard after him and offers 800 grand or something like that, all bets are off. That said, I think he's wanted to go to Maryland all along and I think he'll likely end up there. For whatever that's worth, doesn't matter, right? If he wants to go to Maryland now. You never know for sure, but I would still say they have a, you know, a good chance of getting it done by then. Dark Larry is freaking me out a little bit here. There, there's a few NIL questions largely surrounding whether the money they raised for Dickinson, is that now usable on 2024 recruits and Queen in particular, et cetera? Um, I don't think they've really raised a lot specifically for Dickinson, to be honest. That, like, I don't think Kevin Willard was asking guys, the rich rich guys, give me 200 grand each or anything. I think the money they have is the money that they've raised and continue to raise, and they're willing to spend that on him. But it's not like they somebody gave them like that rumor about a booster giving two million. That was total bullshit, completely fabricated. Uh, so it's. Not, I will not listen to this TT Keith slander, I'm Jeffrey. Even, yeah, there are things I could say, but anyways. <laughs> um, so, anyways, there's 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 not like. 600,000 or whatever. There, there's some that they raised toward that, but it's not like there was a bag of money and now they have to give it back because they didn't get them. Well, and I, I just 
uh, tailing on that real quick, I think it, it is it is good to know that they were able to do whatever they need to do NIL-wise to keep Jameer around, to keep Dante Scott around, to be able to have a decent recruiting class and still be able to put up with enough money to compete for Dickinson. I think I think a lot of the woe is me stuff about RNIL situation is a little over overboard, honestly. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they have enough to, to have success. His philosophy is just not to do the huge bidding war thing. This time they got involved in one. They knew all along. You guys know I reported all along. They knew they needed a, a, a hometown discount. I think the amount of the discount that they needed in the end was significantly more than they anticipated. Um, but you're just not going to see them, unless things change, go after these guys that Kansas or Kentucky or Duke or even schools like Arkansas and Villanova that have tons of money. They're not, they're not going to do that. Any more than we were getting those guys before any of this stuff changed, if we're being honest. No, but you might've been able to get the Nicholas Timberlake from Towson before, you know what I mean? If NIL, because he's not some hot shot, you know, you might've been in it, but guys like that, the market is just insane. Yeah. Does Maryland have the NIL resources to afford Reese, DHS, and Queen next year? Senior Reese, sophomore DHS, freshman Queen, keep that kind of roster together. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And Reese, Reese is a homebody. He's not going. I mean, you never know what's in the future, but I don't, I don't think he's, he's going anywhere. He's, he didn't hold them hostage. He could have probably held them hostage this, this offseason. I mean, it might well, next year. They, they're taking care of him, uh, you know, and yes, yeah, they, they can do that. Is Daquan Davis actually good? Yes, I can answer that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm reading the questions as they come, right? So I'm not making them up. I'm, everything that people post, unless there's something profanity or like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to read it. Okay. Percent chance to get Davis, Queen, and Roots? All three. Or individually? It didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to do all three. I'm too tired to do the collective math, but uh, Davis, 95%. Um, Queen, 75%. Roots is a little earlier, a little tougher to read, you know. But they're still, they still have as good a chance as anybody. He just visited, actually, a few days ago. Uh, you know, David Cox was recruiting him, but Mike recruiting him for Virginia Tech. So they basically have two primary guys with relationships there. So, I, I you know, they've got to have at least a 50% chance at Roots. And he's another top – he's top 30. I think he's number 30 right now, maybe, maybe 24. If you got those three, that's, a, that's a, the best class they've had in a long time. Not a lot of other real questions here. The next one that's the closest to a question is Dematha is awful. Discuss. We kind of already did. We right? kind of already did, right? Yeah. I took my medicine. I just want to, I just, before we get out of here, I just want to, I just want to very sincerely congratulate Hunter Dickinson on going to um, University of Kansas, uh, where proud alumnus Mark Turgeon uh, still. Flies the yep. flag. He gets to, he oh, gets to go hang with Mark Turgeon. And he can he can always they can always hold hands as uh, KU basketball graduates. The funny thing is, we will never know how much of that Turgeon stuff was real. I think 
well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I think he was very sincere about it because I think he would have let it go a lot earlier. Like, what other motivation did he have to keep going on about that? I, I, I man, I just can't ever get chance, though. He had a chance to prove it. And, yes, and I just I just can't ever get past the I mean, when he was like a freshman there, somebody told me, do not even bother recruiting this guy. He's not going to Maryland. And that might have just been a statement of Maryland's program at the time. So I think that was right not long after after Turge got hired and you know it took a while to you know filter through some players those first couple of years. But um I just don't I just don't believe he would have came if we recruited him hard. I just don't believe I agree. He was too good a player. He's, he was wasn't he just was not coming here. It just yeah, if we recruit him, I think you could be pissed off that like you should have come to the gym and watched my teammates. Maybe you thought Jameer Young was a pretty good player if you came to an open gym or two, and it wouldn't have taken three years for him to matriculate back to campus. But I don't think for him, I, I still find that to be some bullshit. And I agree, and I think a lot. Never of know. The, I think a lot of the stuff he said was confirmation bias. Like he didn't like Maryland. The stuff about the twins getting recruited, I think that was all just him. He already decided, and then he got the stuff he needed afterward to legitimize his pre-existing opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't need to do like a psychological breakdown, but I, it's still There's just definitely a few guys on the team who I know for a fact, though, are happy that he's not coming. Okay, well, yeah. good. Maybe that's a positive. Definitely. You know, anyway, and there's guys well, who are going to benefit, and some of it might. Well, some of it's personal, but some of you know, Jordan Geronimo is going to play a lot more. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Benefit Martinez will Martinez and Kaiser because you don't have the cascading effect of Dante playing the three now, right? So now you need I, you need Caleb Swan Roger to be a serviceable guy for whatever minutes ten, whatever per game. Not end. even. Yeah, you need him to be decent though. He doesn't have to be a star, but and I think he he has some tools. Like he's got a motor. He's aggressive. He's he's decently athletic, as we saw when he dunked. Yeah, off. he's he's not like a total stiff. I mean, there's something there. I don't know whether he's, he's ever really going to be good, but is he good enough to give us ten minutes and four fouls and some rebounds? I think so. Yeah. Um. At least that's the hope. And if he's not, you got Pierce, and you see whether he can do it the next year. I don't know. That's just not a that's not a thing that bothers me. I, I'm I'm not sure. I'm super excited about having two seven footers who are only you know playing to combine eight or 10 minutes a, yeah, that's a, a game. Thing. I think Jordan Geronimo will be a much better version of Patrick Emelian. I was going to say that too. I, I think they're going to be better next year than this year. I know. I, I, yeah, I agree. I thought that beforehand. I still think it today. That's not like loser talk. We still would have been way better with Hunter Dickinson, but like, it's right. not the end of the world. I think that's fair. Okay. Does Kevin Willard actually care about winning or is it more like how I would like to not be fat but I'm not actually willing to do what it takes. That comes from Hoagie. <laughs> First part, Kevin Willard, what? <laughs> he said, does Kevin Willard actually care about winning? I mean, that's, you know. It's no, Hoagie. No, yeah. he doesn't want to win. Yeah, he's, he's competitive. He reminds me of Gary Williams a little bit. Not to say he's going to have that kind of success, but personality and kind of that little chip on the shoulder where, you know, here and there, he's just going to, get pissy for no reason and he drives the kids hard i mean that was i talked to geronimo's aau coach yesterday he said that was one of the reasons and he's known willard for years because geronimo's from jersey and uh the coach is from jersey obviously and 
He said he chose him because he coaches the kids relentlessly, pushes them to be the best they can be. So, yes, he wants to win. Winning is on his list of things to do. And certainly the the little note that uh, they brought in some sort of shot doctor to work with Julian Reese uh, this offseason is, is happy news, whether he's playing the four or the five or anywhere. Yeah, yeah he's been in the gym, I was told constantly in the gym now working recently with this shot some shock coach from florida obviously some of that motivation he froze on me again larry should we just end it or should i go through the youtube questions youtube chat questions we can do a few all right who was the booster that supposedly paid the two million it didn't happen so mr mr d's nuts yeah Okay. That had happened. Hunter Dickinson would have been announcing for Maryland today, guaranteed. Yeah. Did the Excel spreadsheet decision analysis video put you all over the 10,000 subscriber mark? No, it did not. And it obviously didn't influence Hunter. Although it's 1,000, man. Just 1,000. Come on. Yeah. Got it. If, if we get it. If we get over a thousand, we'll have about as many as uh, as that stupid Marty Mush uh, Dickinson podcast. Yeah. I think it was a good video. Though. I don't know okay. why he has attached his brand to that. The I don't podcast stinks. Marty Mush, uh, personally, he might be, and he's on this huge ego trip constantly where he's talking about being Hunter's friend and knowing things, and the rest of the media is scumbags just trying to get information. It's this weird thing. And then also, like, he's the reason anybody would ever watch. Why is your name not in the title? Like, yeah. It's the value to them. No, but Round Ball Podcast is the most generic name ever. It should be the Hunter Dickinson, whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Shit talking hour. Like <laughs> I, I could bark at that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder maybe Barstool's writing him a fat check. I would hope. Yeah. Okay. Two questions that are related. We kind of already did this. How much more money did he get? And what did we offer by we means Maryland? We think it's about three times. My guess is something like yeah, I think Maryland came five to seven as opposed to 1.5. Yeah. Very far below. Are we, is Maryland getting another transfer? It's possible. Um, right now they're one over the limit. I'm expecting a, there will be an outgoing transfer among the reserve guys. So that'll square that up. Otherwise somebody else would have to leave. So I asked somebody today or a few people today sounds Less likely, but still possible if the right scenario occurs. But there's not a known guy that they're chasing now. Jordan Geronimo was that guy. Jeff, is there a deadline for the portal on the basketball side, or is it kind of open season through the summer? I want to say it's May 11th. I'm not positive. I think grad transfers can do it at any time. Yeah, they're they're they can do whenever, but I think I think May 11th. But okay, so you're talking about you only got like a week left, so things. Something weird would have probably have to happen for them to pick somebody up at this point. Yeah, you imagine. Or if it's a grad transfer, you know, or yeah, weird decommitment like Justin Jackson from UNLV late in the game years ago, kind of thing. What's up with Braden Pierce? I guess the question is, is he going to redshirt or play? Or I think he'll probably redshirt. He's really raw, and that's not a surprise. They took him knowing that. They took him planning on redshirting him next year. I lost you, Larry. He's steaming over there. 
<laughs> it fucking sucks, man. What's going on? All right, last hey, Jeff, one. Jeff, this Jeff, this is what it looks like when it happens to you, dude. That's why we're mad no, all the time. This is the first time it's ever not been me. <laughs> all right, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Last one, and then I'm ending this. They want to know the names of the players who would be happy that Hunter wasn't coming. I know you're not going to say that, so but I, that was a question. I'll let you answer it. No, I'm not going to say personally who's happy about it, but I mean, yeah, the pe- there's going to be people who are going to get more playing time, and maybe not that they don't like Hunter or whatever, but now we're going to play more. So it would have been, it would have been so weird seeing a a college basketball lineup in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three with like Dante at the three and then Reese and Dickinson at the four and five like that would have been like such a throwback to like I don't know damn near the time we won the Natty like yeah it's like the college basketball version of the Star Wars bar scene yeah it's a total freak show compared to everybody else defensively there would have been some ugly times you know against small ball teams but offensively they would have bludgeoned the hell out of people a lot of times. yeah that high low game you imagine with the two of them would have been a lot of fun so I, that, that's really what comes down to me this just would have been kind of like a really fun freak show and if it worked great if it didn't whatever the rebuild for long term was still on you know um so it's a bummer but uh it would have been something to see all right. Well, my internet sucks. And so I don't want to make people suffer through that anymore. Everybody who's listening, I can't even tell how many people are watching. Please do us a favor and subscribe. You know what our goal is. We're trying to get over a thousand and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, and if nobody could hear me just say that, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want me to just end the show for you, Larry? <laughs> Please, Paul, go ahead. You end it. Go ahead. Go. I'm just, I'm so happy. It's not me. Uh, just this one time, man. You're off the hook. You've had a rough enough week as it is. We'll, <laughs> we'll let you slide. Yeah, I was going to tell everybody that I'm going to do that series, or we're going to do that series over the summer where we pick the all-time Maryland football team. We're going to break it out by positions. I've already been doing crazy amounts of research. You're going to love my spreadsheets when I show them to everybody. And we're going to go through throughout the summer, and we're going to have the IMS all-time Maryland football team, too deep probably. So that's something to look bas- for. We should do, we, I know we did a basketball draft once, right, back in the day? Yeah, yeah. we did We did one before. We could do that again too. Yeah, we, I mean, we, it's summertime. We get get, get a little loose. Yeah, let's do, let's do a basketball draft. Yeah, cool for that. The other thing I thought about doing was a football season rewatch where we go through the season, watch every game, and build back up the opening day of the college football season. I thought that could be kind of fun too. So, and I still want to do the IMS radio roast of Jeff Ehrman. At some point I'm going to make that happen. I know you're, I know you've said no like 50 times to that, but I'm going to keep trying until we get it. Yeah. I think it's I, fair. I, it'd be awesome. We'll get yeah. Walt. We'll get Naki. It'll be awesome. And we'll just like, just bust on Jeff for like an hour. We get on like Oren and somebody too who will just Oren, say nice things about Oren you. Oren would yeah. be good. Oren would be good. But he's see, way he don't, too, way too nice to roast. Yeah, he don't. He'd be there as like the counter. He'd only say nice things about you, so it, that'd be fine. That's it. I'm ending it. Show's over. Go home. Peace. <laughs>